Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, beautiful creators. Welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited today. I have one of my really good friends and actually now co-collaborators. Is that a word? Co-collaborator? Is that redundant? (laughs) Anyway, I have Helia Aurora here with me today and I am so excited to talk to her. Um, Helia, have you been on the podcast more than once or is this the second time? I believe more than once. Okay. I, <laughs> I thought that I thought this might be the third time or more that I've had you as a guest on here. Um, that shows how much I love Helia and I love watching your um, process as a human and we've known each other for years and I just... I know that you're an incredible person and I'm honored to have you as a friend. And also I want other people to, I want to get the word out about what you're doing. It actually feels, it's not a personal thing. It actually feels important to me to have you share with people, um, who you are and what you're bringing to the world. So hi, Helia. Hi, love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you Mm. for having me. Yeah. Um, So we'll just jump right into it with some of the questions that I wanted to ask you to dive right in to SoulQuest Global. That's your company. Um, Can you tell us about SoulQuest Global? What's that about? Um, So actually it came to me in a vision when I was in this place of figuring out what I wanted to do for work. And I knew that trekking was something I wanted to do and to show people the world. And it came through in a really powerful way of this whole vision that was way beyond just me um, of bringing this beauty that I experience in the earth to others to perceive the earth planes through the energetic realms and to also contribute to the earth through um, animal sanctuaries and permaculture projects and all kinds of just regenerative work to, to add to the land. Mm. So what is specifically, what is SoQuest Global? Because, um, like I know your history and I have been on hikes with you and I love hiking with you. You have helped connect me to the earth. It is something that you're very good at. And also you're a global traveler. So can you kind of weave all of that together? Like how is who you are, um, creating this and then what is, what is this? Okay. So what this is, is is like a trekking adventure and retreats, um, company that I take individuals or groups of people or even like organizations or businesses to, to really like tap into the earth and go on a personal pilgrimage. And it's really um, a co-creative experience where I sit with whoever 
wants to go on an adventure or a trek with me um, and really create together, like, do we want to go to the mountains? Do we want to go to the beach? Do we want to experience culture? Um, to me, culture is very important and really exploring the traditions of the world. And I feel like every time I go somewhere, I receive a new perception of reality. So that's something that I would like to bring to people is like, let's go to this place and like be in touch with the land and the traditions and the people and the culture there, past, present and future. It's, it's a whole experience. Mm. Um, and for me, I went on a personal pilgrimage in, in Nepal um, and it just changed my life. It, it really opened me up and it felt like I wanted when I was in the mountains, I said, I'm going to trek forever. I don't ever think I'm going to go back to reality, which that <laughs> was my reality. I but love it. I was just, yeah, I was like, what if I never go back? And I felt really content with that. So um, I think part of my purpose is, is to show people this, this presence. And uh, the presence is what really got me during my trek was I was always future focused and I was bored and I wanted to chase all of these things and get to the next level and get to the next level. But the mountains really showed me that where I was is where I needed to be. And it was what showed me how to be present. Um, and when we're present, we have the ability to play with magic and to play with energy and, and to be really connected. Mm, I love that so much. That's so powerful. I love the statement that you said, you know, what if I never go back to reality? And, <laughs> and I love also the comfort that you express that with, that you felt good when you process that, when you, when you felt that you said, okay, you know, um, I feel that so many people, um, avoid doing things that they love, whether it's traveling or anything, avoid doing things that feel really good because there's this fear that they'll lose themselves in the goodness of it. They'll leave their reality. I'm putting quote marks up. They'll leave their reality and then they won't ever come back to it. And the way that you just expressed that was so beautiful because you did leave that reality and you didn't go back to it. And you're still a human. You're still a productive part of the all, you know, as a human and, um, whatever that means, I don't even really understand what I was trying to say there, but you know, like you have not evaporated. <laughs> and so the fear that so many people may feel around doing the things that feel so good, I feel like you just addressed that. And I wanted to highlight that because it's really an incredible thing and how at peace with it you are is what's beautiful to me. Yeah. I feel like it was the best decision I ever made mm. was to go explore from my childlike nature and just enjoy life in the world. And when I got back, I was to, to the States, I was like, what am I doing here? Mm. What, what am I doing here? It just like, didn't feel like me. Um, not saying that I don't love the States and what's going on there and so many beautiful parks and places to be, but it just felt like I was creating something new for myself that I always wanted, but I didn't know I had access to. Mm. 
just expanded. Yes. And that brings me to another, you know, little tangent, which is we don't lose and we don't have to hate something to leave it. We don't lose it to, to expand and to move into something new. It doesn't have to be so structured like that. It doesn't have to be, well, now I hate the United States because (laughs) I've traveled, (laughs) you know, it can be kind of more open than that. So yeah, I've actually learned to love the States even more since I don't live, I don't live there part or full time. Um, there's, there's something really special and rich about the culture of the United States that I could never see before until I left. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is why the United States is so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So cool. Oh, I love it. So soul quest global is a tracking, a tracking, a trekking, uh, and retreats based company. Um, and you really want to show people the world and help them have these experiences that you've had. Um, can you tell me kind of where you're at now, what you're doing now and what your vision of where this is going, uh, is. So right now I'm taking people on personal treks or pilgrimages, um, primarily in Mexico and the States. And I'm open to anywhere else. Like I love India. I love Nepal. I love, I love pretty much anywhere. So right now it's, um, it's kind of me and whoever I'm co-creating retreats with. Um, so right now Allison and I are creating a retreat and um, it's, really merging both of our worlds and creating something really beautiful together. Um, and so right now I'm focused on retreats and, and building this company and really working on the infrastructure to make sure that everything is aligned because the expanded vision is to have other guides from all over the world that are provided with backpacks and shoes and everything they need to have a full company and someone that aligns. So I'll be going places and interviewing other guides from other countries to bring them onto the vision so people can see who they align with and where in the world they want to be Mm. and go on a really like custom trip for themselves. Ah, absolutely. And, um, part of what I really, really love about what you're creating and what you're doing is the focus on that. This is not just travel, this is connection. This is connection with the local uh, community. This is connection with the self. And so you, you know, I want to highlight again that you really bring in, um, and that your vision is to continue to bring in the local people and all of the wisdom that they have. And, you know, um, I love that. So, so cool. I love, being part of the expansion process too. And we'll talk about our retreat in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just to dive into kind of more of the vision, like where this is expanding and, and what I'd really like to hear is, you know, maybe to, to sort of table that topic a little bit and ask you, why do you feel this is important right now? What is it that is inspiring this whole vision right now? And I know that it was a vision that came to you, but have you gotten any sort of understanding of like, because to me, it feels very important now. It feels very important in the world as it is now and where we're going. So um, 
yeah, I'd love to hear like, what's that all about? Something that I really believe strongly is that when we start creating new habits and new things in our lives, we have to leave the place that we've created the patterns. Mm. If we want to create something new, sometimes we have to take a leap and a jump into something beyond us. And then we can integrate when we come back and merge those things into our lives. And I feel like right now we're all at a very pivotal time where a lot of things are changing really quickly and people are moving from the cities into more countryside. Everything's happening all at once in so many different ways. And I feel it's very important for us to connect to to nature and connect to the earth because um, that's something that I feel we're really lacking. I'm reading a book on forest bathing and that a doctor wrote in Japan. It's like all of these benefits of being in the earth from lowering your stress hormone levels and um, even like people with cancer, like it going down and regressing just from forest bathing, which is just being present with nature and observing with your eyes and all of your senses. And it really brings a balance and, and like cuts down on that burnout feeling. Anytime I'm not feeling good, I just go on a hike and I go play in the forest. I'm like lucky enough to live three minutes from the trailhead and um, here in the mountains. And I don't think I'd be able to create this business and all of the technology and all, everything if I didn't have the balance of the nature with it yeah. to really like ground me. And the earth takes it all. So if I'm stressed and I'm feeling whatever, the earth just like receives that and uses the energy, mm-hmm. which is really powerful. So, so, so powerful. I love that. And it is so true. And it, it's funny to me, I, you know, I'm not going to say that we've gotten so far away from the earth. What I'm going to say is we've been learning other processes and, you know, because part of me wants to say, why do we need a book on forest bathing? You know, like, isn't that odd because we are the earth and how far away we've gotten from it. But what I want to say really is we've been exploring a lot as humans And we can have that exploration and find our connectedness to the earth. And I love, you know, just how grounding it is for you. And so many things that you expressed that, um, yes, I feel like that is absolutely important for people today that we can have that whole thing and play, be playful. Um, you also are a, teacher within the community that I have the true creator community. And, um, so I'll share this with you because you're a newer teacher, a lot of, and this is part of my story too. A lot of people, um, who are maybe star seeds or going through spiritual awakening processes, um, feel afraid of giving their stuff to the earth. And you are such a conscious and aware person and you're so connected to the earth. And I feel that that's a very vital, um, space to hold. So I'm really grateful that you hold that space because there are a lot of us, you know, little fireflies that are just afraid to touch the earth because we don't want to hurt anything and that's not how it works. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, the earth literally 
decomposes dead bodies and everything that and just creates new life with it Mm. so that's the way I think of it anything that's no longer serving me the earth is happy to take it yes so gorgeous (laughs) yes I, I learned that lesson. I started to learn that lesson. You're still way farther down the path than I am, but I started to learn that lesson when I, uh, did a tobacco plant medicine diet and during one of the, one of the days. So there, that's a whole long story, but during one of the days I had that insight, as soon as I drank the tobacco medicine, I just started saying, I just started going shit shit. (laughs) And the shaman I was working with said, what? Because he knew I was receiving something and I'm looking around in the forest, the Amazon, and the, I threw up, I threw up. Right. And the trees are dancing, like, give us your shit. Right. They're just, (laughs) they were like, we love your shit. We love the shit. We just want to make things like that is beautiful to us. And it was so, it was, in the moment it was very real, but looking back on it, it's hilarious. And that was the beginning of me starting to understand what you are really, it seems here to bring to the beings on the planet. Like the earth is a great place. It's going to help you. (laughs) (laughs) So I love that anyway. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about maybe some of your own, uh, tracks. You told us about Nepal, right? And mm-hmm. can you, that's kind of one of my favorite stories. Will you tell that story about your tracking and, um, maybe go just a little deeper into it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with, I started having a crazy energetic awakening. I, I was in, um, the Navy for four years and then I was, went straight into college and, was working full-time, school full-time, went through the summers, like I didn't take a break. And I was just anything science related because that's what I thought governed our world. And I was very intrigued. I was like, wanted to learn everything about science and in the brain as possible. And um, then things started happening, really crazy things that I couldn't explain. Energy was moving in front of my eyes. Objects were moving. Um, the weather That's when was. I met you. <laughs> yeah, the weather You're was like, And I, I went outside and I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> I need help." And then Allison comes into my life. Like you were like, literally the answer to that. It was just like, here, here's someone that you can talk to. We and I remember everything was just like ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> I still remember. Yes. I, I remember so many little instances and I was like, who is this person? Cause you are tripping me out with the stuff that's happening. Cause then I was experiencing it too, you know? And I mean, this was a few years into my awakening. So I was aware and comfortable with this stuff, but you were so highly activating and activated that things that were happening around you were really tripping me out. So it was tripping me out too. (laughs) (laughs) So around that time I started to, I I moved and I started to have this energy, uncomfortable energy, like running through my arms at night. And I was like, it was like restless leg syndrome in my arms. And I was just having to like shake my arms all the time. And I was crying. And I remember telling you about it and you offered me to take your Reiki one class. And 
it was like that. yeah all of my energy like I never after I started never again did I have any issues with the energy running through my arms mm. and at the same time I found kundalini tantra yoga and I was finding all of these energy practices so I went to India to learn yoga really for myself to, to connect to myself. It wasn't to become a teacher, um, which is now just a lovely thing I get to share with people. Yeah. Um, but I knew after India, I needed to go on a personal pilgrimage all by myself into the mountains. And I had been researching like, what, what trek can I do that I don't need a guide for? I don't need a porter. That's at least three to four weeks. Um, and I had all of these these things that was a requirement for me mm-hmm. and the only and it, I wanted to be in the Himalayas and the only trek that I found was the Annapurna circuit trek and that was like that was it so I was heading out um on my trek I had my my pack it was probably heavier than it needed to be um and on the way up the pass was closed because there was a blizzard and some people died. And so I was headed off and on the way up, people were coming back. They're like, it's not open. You can't go. And I was like, by the time I get there, it's going to be open. I'm going. And I just remember having this determination, like I'm going to get to this pass. And I think two or three days before I got there, it opened. Um, But during this trip, I was almost bored in a way. And like the first couple of weeks, I was like, this is the Himalayas. I could have done this anywhere. And I was really starting to call in like, oh, you want to have an experience? Uh, Experience like avalanches and blizzards and like crazy things were happening around me. And there was like some hypothermic moments. And um, that was what I needed. Mm. That was what I needed. I needed something to show me that there was something bigger than than what I could perceive and um, I learned to speak to the mountain and I would ask permission every day to the mountain if I could pass that day and I learned to listen to my intuition during the trek some days I would only hike for two hours or some days I would stay in the same village for two or three days and hang out with the families and hang out with the locals and do some work exchange and um, it was really about the whole journey for me rather than from point A to point B, I need to get to this, this place on this day. And so many trekkers I would run into, they had like everything mapped out. Like we have to do six hours today and get to this one place. But I would stop at a place and be like, is this where I'm supposed to stay? And mm-hmm. if I got a, a no, then I would keep going, even if I was tired. Or if I got a yes, then I would stay. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like, it was a really beautiful pilgrimage because I learned to listen to my intuition and really connect with the mountains and, and nature. And yeah, I fell in love with the process. I was like, I'm never going back. <laughs> wow. That's so, that's so beautiful. And I love that you had the full intensity of the experience, you know, <laughs> and I love that you learned to talk to the mountains and, and listen and you know, it's much more the way that you describe it. It sounds much more like a vision quest than uh, a hike, mm-hmm. than a than a multiple week hike. It sounds like, and this is from what I've seen with you. This is how you live your life, and it's also how you are building this company and creating 
these experiences for people and with people. So Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) You know, nobody can see the video right now, but we're doing these like weird, like neck dances, (laughs) (laughs) but it just, it really lights me up. I love witnessing what you bring to the world. It's weird. I'm almost getting emotional right now. Like I really, it feels like part of my purpose to highlight your purpose. Cause it feels that real and important to me. So it's not the specifics of what you do as much as it is your vision and the way that you do it and, and how you follow that vision. Um, we can go on a three week hike and not really have a change other than blisters, or we can go on a three week experience and be utterly transformed for the rest of our lives. And I know that you bring that second one. Mm, and I feel the same about your work. And um, part of my vision with Soul Quest is to really like co-create with us. I want to weave people together, like people who have really big gifts to the world. I want to create a huge network so people can find people. So I'm working with, we're working together because we both amplify each other's vision in such beautiful ways. And it's Mm. like, you bring the, the expansion consciousness awakening to like this earth consciousness and and together we're creating some really cool things. Oh yeah, we are. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so like lit up. Okay. So, um, on that note, let's talk about our retreat. Let's mm-hmm. talk about what we're, what we're creating together this time. Yes. Do you want to yeah. talk about it a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm all like, whoop, whoop. I'm having this little dance party, um, by myself in my room, but, um, you know, I am so excited about this and I know we're going to be co-creator in the future. And, um, but this one, I'm, I'm actually remembering how it started to come together. I want to say, this is a sign that you are just flowing with the universe and listening to your inspirations and being present in the moment, because it seems like it happened by itself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to remember how it actually happened. What, what are the, you know, meeting points. And I had this inspiration, uh, and I don't remember how it all came together. Maybe you can fill in some of the gaps here, but um, this feeling that I think it was all at once. And I, and I thought soul soul quest, um, we need to do something on the spring equinox to honor that. And we need to work together, um, to co-create a retreat. I think that was my first inspiration. We need to co-create a retreat. What are you doing Mm -hmm. later? Right. And then, (laughs) and then it started to come together that you bring that solar solar plexus energy that that is, um, you know, even soul quest global S O L and, um, that I bring a lot of that heart energy. And of course we both bring both, you know, you are definitely a heart creator. Um, but that our gift to the world really centers in, uh, some of that learning in those chakras. And so we created heart and soul as a retreat for the spring equinox And, um, part of the reason that I am so excited about it is because I have no past lives as a human, but my, uh, soul journey, one of the things that I was taught in channeling is 
the first time that I visited the earth, I wasn't a human and I came to help co-create the Mayan calendar. I was, um, teaching, I believe I was actually part of the Anunnaki and I was teaching the humans at the time, um, along with a lot of other beings. Yeah. Maybe it was you. I remember we talked about this. Oh my God. I'm getting so high from this conversation. So, uh, <laughs> um, the, you know, that, that I came here and taught the beings here and created this Mayan calendar. And what I was told is I fell in love with this place so deeply that I decided to come back at the culmination at the sort of, um, renewal point of the calendar and yeah. And to bring this awakening, (laughs) right. And so now I'm here as a human and all of this stuff has been shown to me, but what I feel is that the pyramids that I connected with were in Oaxaca. I really feel that it's just always lit up and I've never been there. And, um, okay. So now I'd love to hear your process with this whole retreat yeah. and what we're going to be offering. <laughs> so, yeah. Allison like hit me up. She's like, let's do a retreat. And I was like, can we do it in Oaxaca? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we both just like had, I think two or three days full of like, just oh my God, writing messages back and forth to each other, happy dancing and everything just fell into place yes. perfectly. It totally has. It was like, we found the perfect space mm-hmm. immediately with like the perfect date and um, yeah, we get to really infuse everything that we're doing. So yes. we'll have um, a an aspect of culture and we'll have a local Oaxacan Cuandero come do a Temes cow, which is a sweat lodge. And, and I want to interrupt that a Cuandero is what we know as a medicine person, right? right. The local, the local, um, shaman. Yes. Okay. The magician, the magician. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So yeah, we're going to have this sweat, um, on the actual equinox. And it's the spring equinox, which the spring is like the coming of the sun. And this is really like a fire, like solar plexus activation. So we're going to do that and some ecstatic dance and we'll hike in the forest and ground. And Allison's going to lead some really beautiful channeling circles. We'll have some Kundalini Tantra yoga. Um, And then we're going to go to the pyramids and Allison's going to channel for us at the pyramids. Oh my God. I hope that I just go up in a spaceship when <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm like, maybe this is my soul contract. Like, this is how I go. This is how I came. This is, <laughs> or maybe the aliens come party with us. <laughs> I mean, Oh God. I can't even, I don't know how this sounds to the people who are going to be listening to this, but to me it's very realistic. So Helia and I were on a phone conversation just yesterday and <laughs> what was the topic dragons, dragons and UFOs, UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just it was the most normal but exciting conversation and of course we both were like this is we're we we really have a different level connection I love it <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be it's are gonna we five like with our onesies on coloring books talking about dragons yes. UFOs. <laughs> I know I know it really brings us back to that childlike place of excitement and 
and it's so true and it's so real and it's so, um, present, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and we are going to be, I mean, I'm so excited. I always find it magical who signs up for things that I create because there's almost this, it's not a contract. It's sort of like a portal that opens when someone signs up for, for things where I can start to see in their world, how this is going to be activated for them. And it's an incredibly magical process. And so I know what we're going to be bringing is, um, you know, that sweat lodge. I'm so excited. And the, the idea for this retreat, uh, just to be like really, you know, uh, brass tacks, is that the word, but to really anchor it in is, uh, spring equinox, March 19th through the 23rd is the retreat. We have a beautiful, um, location where we're all going to be staying in Oaxaca. It's a gorgeous house with the beautiful swimming pool. We're going to be doing, you know, the sweat lodge. We're going to be doing ecstatic dance and, what we're really doing here is we're activating or creating spaces for activation within the solar plexus and the heart chakras. And those are really being activated. So I don't know, you might be alone listening to this, uh, raise your hand to yourself. If you have been going through solar plexus and, or heart chakra activations over the past couple months, right? Both Helia and I are like me, it's so timely. And that's part of this flow of co-creation is it's almost as if we discovered the retreat that needs to happen to help with these activations that are already in the process for both of us and lots and lots of other people. And so, you know, we'll do those solar plexus activations. And then, uh, by the time we move into the channeling at the pyramids, those will be the heart chakra activations. And, um, So good, right? So good. And just really working with visioning and listening to the heartbeat of the earth, listening to the heartbeat of ourselves and, and tuning ourselves into then how do we, how do we allow this transformation and then bring it back to our homes and, Mm. or, you know, never go home. Never go home. I mean, we're always home. Yes. Yes. What if I never go back and then say yes to that, whatever that means for you, whether it means physically or, uh, energetically all the different things. Oh, and also I I wanted to bring in one of the beautiful things that we're going to be doing is, um, a cacao ceremony. Oh, it's super heart opening and activating and cacao is actually, it's a lot of the cacao comes from Oaxaca. So it's, um, it's grown there and I'm going to go check out some, some farms before they get some like fresh Oaxacan cacao. Uh, It's going to be so good. We're going to be blown open. We won't even need to ask (laughs) for the aliens. We will just straight go to them. We are going to be so open and activated. This retreat is going to be really, really incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah, and I also want to just say that also like the integration work yes. is really important. And Allison and I both really believe in um, staying in connection and having tools for people once they get back to their normal lives so they can integrate 
um, with ease and, and really bring these energies into their lives fully. Yes. Yes. That is so beautiful and so true. And, you know, um, the integration is very important to me. I've been to other retreats that I've participated in where once I leave, it's sort of like, I'm majorly activated and I have no idea what to do with myself. And that of course is my own learning path, but, um, yeah, Helia and I are very centered in, we're going to have a couple calls afterwards and we're going to continue the integration process. And that's all part of the, um, retreat. So you won't be left hanging. There's so, I mean, it just, when we, when we open ourselves, it's, it's such a powerful process that four days, that five days that we're going to be spending together five days for nights is going to be very activating. And then, and then there's more and who even knows what's on the other side of that? Because when we get to the other side of that, we're a new human and we're going to need a new self to even know what is possible and what is to come. <laughs> Maybe we got too activated. <laughs> we totally did. Helia's sound went out for a second there. So perfectly, I was just going on a tangent about how excited I am for this whole retreat. And, um, yeah, we did, we just, we just activated everything. So <laughs> Ding. Did you um, want to talk about your book real quick? Oh my God. The book that I'm creating right now. That's, that's really like mm. in tune with this retreat. It is. So everyone who comes to the retreat is going to get a copy of my first book, the era of the true creator. My preference is that my second book is also finished by then we shall see. I'm one of the things that I am learning in a really, really beautiful way is how to allow the process to be the process, but I am writing a book right now on play. And right now my office has turned into, um, I took the desk out and everything and I have, my books are written based on, um, channeled information. And so I transcribe all this channeled information. I stick it into the book. So I've got all these snippets, like all of these paragraphs of going through my channeled information and saying, that's important. We're going to put it in the book. So I basically have a bunch of little cut up pieces of paper all over the floor <laughs> and I'm just putting them into categories and, and getting excited about different things and taking some things out that are repetitive or whatever. And this book is all about play. Because when we move through this awakening, we go through this process where we shed the shadow stuff or we integrate, let me say it that way. We integrate and we shed the past and we become very present mm -hmm. and we learn how to navigate through some stuff. That's just been, you know, repetition, recycled old stuck energy. And then what it's sort of like, and then what? And I think a lot of people, the, and then what is to keep creating drama because we don't know what else to do. And, you know, this is also a huge part of why I love co-creating with you, Helia, because the, and then what is creation and play and play in so many different ways. 
What are the things that activate us and make us feel joyful like a little kid? Also, what are the things that as you know, adult human beings, we find fascinating and joyful. That's also play. The book isn't about going outside and playing soccer all day. It is about what is a playful creation process for us and how can we get past the things that keep us from being playful. And I will say this, and maybe we can (laughs) end it on this note, but Every time I'm about to offer something as a teaching, I go deep into the learning of it. And so it's been very hilarious to me that probably the past six months or so I've been learning what it feels like to lock down my play, to be in control and perfectionism and self-hate. And I mean, I'm coming in to help create this solar plexus and heart activation Uh, retreat with you. And so the learning that I've been going into feels like my solar plexus is being punched because (laughs) it is a lot of transformation. And I know Helia and I have talked about that. This is, this is true for us, um, that we're receiving the activations so that we can help create those activations with you as well. So that we have that experience. Likewise, my heart has been, It's been activating for sure. And uh, it comes with a lot of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And that's always been the one thing where I'm like, we don't have to get vulnerable. So I noticed that like (laughs) in the heart, you do have to get vulnerable. (laughs) Just the way you said that. We don't have to go there. (laughs) We don't have to go there. I love that because it's just so funny because I've known you for a little while now and knowing that aspect of you and watching it shift is so, so amazing. Mm, Yeah, it feels really good. It feels, um, it's very opening. So some days I just want to like be in my little cave by myself and I'm like, "Ah, I just love everyone. I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. I know it's a lot. It's vulnerable to be in such a space of love. Ah, and to be playful, vulnerable as well. Feels out of control, feels vulnerable, all the things. So let's get playfully vulnerable. Let's get playfully vulnerable. Let's, let's, ah, let's open those solar plexus and heart chakras. Let's be the new human. Oh, I love you. I love you too. I'm so grateful for this, um, for this process that we're in together and what we're creating together and more to come more and more and more. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I need to go listen to the mountains because I still get really excited about like future tripping. I'm like, yay, the next things. So let's part of the play. It is. (laughs) I know. I'm like, ah, I'm so excited. I'm excited for all of it. I am too. I'm grateful for you, my love. So um, if any of you are interested in getting in touch with Helia, I will make sure to put her Instagram and all other contact information in the description of this podcast. Helia, do you want to dive into how people can get in touch with you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Helia period Aurora or email me at Helia at soulquestglobal.com and soulquest is S-O-L like sun in Spanish, quest global one word.com. 
<laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And all of that information is in the description box of this podcast. And, um, if you are interested in joining us for the retreat, we actually do still have, I believe it's somewhere around four spots, depending on the configuration of the room, but at the recording time of this podcast, that's what we have available. Um, and we have been noticing that people are just really following their intuition and feeling it. And just, this is calling to them. Um, so if that's you, please, you know, get in touch with us and jump on board before we fill up because, um, you know, this is, this is your boat, babe, jump in, jump in and let's start sailing. Let's go. Um, because once we start those activations, one, it's really nice to have people with us to, help us navigate that. And two, then we get to go deep into some of the fun stuff, which is just like all this activation and where it takes us. So if it's calling to you, also the information in the description box, you can visit my website, alisonholly.com slash heart dash and dash soul dash retreat. So you can just check out my website. It's linked there under retreats. You can find it. Um, and you can also send me a message or send Helia a message. We will get you good to go. And all the other magical beings who are already signed up. We are so grateful for you. We are so excited for this whole process together. So yay, yay, yay. Okay. Thank you, Helia. Thank you for being here and sharing what you do. Yeah, you're awesome. Igualmente. Uh, igualmente. Yes. Oh, I got to brush up on my Spanish. <laughs> oh, thank you, friend. Okay. Well, excited to create magic together. And thanks for listening to the podcast creators. We will chat soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode today. Would you like to learn how to verbally channel for yourself? Join the True Creator Channeling Community. The True Creator Channeling Community is a monthly membership program, and through this program, you will receive experiential understanding of the practice of verbal channeling and opening your ultrasensory abilities. We meet weekly online in group coaching calls to learn about channeling and to practice clairvoyance, channeling, and other skills. Your membership includes the complete Learn to Channel course with over 35 videos of learning content and guided meditations, weekly group channeling practice calls as guided by Allison Holly and the TCC team, a monthly group energy clearing session, and a community forum for connecting with other channelers and sharing your experience. This community forum is private and not on Facebook. Access to the full library of past collective channeling circles and community calls are also available to you when you join this community. I'd love to have you in there. Head over to allisonholly.com to join now.